ladies and gentlemen, coming at you live from the cubbyhole here in Marietta, Georgia. Woo, folks, it is Friday, and that can only mean one thing. It is now time for Linderman's Picks right here on Tales from the Abyss. I am Jane Linderman, and I would like to thank each and every one of you out there in podcast land for tuning in to me today. Ah, who's ready for the weekend? I am pumped for the weekend. Why? Have you not seen this weekend's slate of college football? Woo, buddy. Yeah, it's big. A lot of ranked teams playing each other. I am excited. I'm ready to get into it and talk about it. But, folks, before we go into what's happening into uh, in the world of football this weekend, you know, I got to talk about our intro, our intro song this week. Armageddon it by the late, by the late, my ass, they're still around, by, by the great legendary Hall of Fame band Def Leppard. And it is actually from their 1987 smash hit album, Hysteria. And if you ask me, Hysteria uh, is one of my favorite, if not my lone favorite rock album of all time. It is a, an album that put Def Leppard not only on the rock and roll map, but it set records as far as album sales. And plus, if you look at the track listing for Hysteria, Pour Some Sugar On Me, which is really the song that put the band over the top and had the, their popularity just went ballistic. But Pour Some Sugar On Me, Armageddon, it, like you just heard, Love Bites, Rocket, um, uh, God of War, Don't Shoot the Shotgun, Women, um, it's just a ton, a ton of great, great rock songs on Hysteria. I love it to this day. I still like to jam out to it every once in a while. And Armageddon it is and will always be one of my favorite tracks. So our intro song this week, Armageddon it by the band Def Leppard from their 1987 rock and roll classic album, Hysteria. All right, folks, let's move on to some foosball, shall we? Rewind real quick before we get into football. Let's talk a little baseball, shall we? Baseball playoffs are coming up. Uh, my Atlanta Braves have already uh, won the division. Unfortunately, since that time, they've only won one game. But I think uh, you know players are getting some rest, mentally taking a little bit of a break. I think, and uh, but I think they'll ramp it back up here shortly. But the big story in baseball right now is actually the wild card positions in both the National League and the American League. I mean, it is tight, 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 tight race. Uh, all I can say really is that I know that in the National League, the Philadelphia Phillies uh, have looked pretty strong in the last couple of weeks. They just beat the Braves two out of three this week, by the way. But um, if, as a Braves fan, I do not want to play the Phillies. But they're right in there, right in that wild card mix. And so are the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks, Chicago Cubs, Cincinnati Reds, Miami Marlins. They're all trying to get three uh, wild card spots. If you ask me, I think it's going to be the Phillies, Cubs, and Diamondbacks. But I will say this, the Miami Marlins have a stud of the pitching staff. Excellent pitching. So we shall see. Pitching, especially in the playoffs, can go a long way. As far as the American League, the AL West as well. It's a Wild West shootout uh, between the Astros, Rangers, and Mariners. Uh, not only are all three teams within a game or so of each other uh, for the uh, division lead, but they're all 
in that wild card mix. And meanwhile, over in the AL East, got three teams in the mix for the playoffs. And here's the thing. Two of those teams, as I should say neither of those teams, are the Red Sox or the Yankees. Yeah, Orioles, looks like they're going to win the division. But Tampa Bay Rays are like, what, two and a half, three games behind them? And right behind them is the Toronto Blue Jays, a surging Blue Jays team that all of a sudden got back in the playoff race. I've fallen off in the last week or two, but they're still right there. So we shall see. So we have some tight races going on in baseball. Uh, next week is the last full week of the regular season, and then the playoffs will start, and that's when it gets crazy. But we will talk more about that later. In the meantime, let's talk about some football, shall we? And what we're going to do is start off by talking about last week's results. And what we're, and we are going to start in Madison, Wisconsin, where the Wisconsin Badgers were hosting the Sunbelt Conference Georgia Southern Eagles. Line on this, Wisconsin minus 19.5. We went with Georgia Southern plus 19.5. And, and why? Because the Eagles have a history of beating uh, a top top schools at their place. Just last year, Georgia Southern beat Nebraska in Lincoln. Uh, I know it's not much, considering Nebraska's look like a bunch of blind five-year-olds with eight toes running around in circles for the past 10 years, but that's okay. Still, Nebraska, top school compared to Georgia Southern, but Southern went in there and took care of business. And then several years back, they went down to Gainesville, Florida, to take on the Gators, beat them down there. So, Anyway, we went with Georgia Southern plus 19.5. Unfortunately, it did not go our way. And as a matter of fact, Southern was covering this game. a matter of fact, I believe they were leading at halftime, but they were covering in this game the whole way until the very end. Wisconsin got a meaningless touchdown with about like two, three minutes left to go up 21. So they win 35-2-14, and that 19.5 did not hit. So let's move on. To our second game. So that was a loss, by the way. Georgia Southern plus 19.5 did not hit. Uh, unfortunately, another game that did not hit. Number three, Florida State Seminoles were on the road up in uh, New England area taking on Boston, Ma- uh, Boston, Massachusetts, Boston College Eagles. Line on this was uh, Florida State minus 26. They, uh, Florida State won, but I want my own 26 points. Uh, Florida State wins by two, 31 to 29. The Seminoles dodged a bullet in this one. Uh, maybe they were looking forward to their game uh, at Clemson this weekend. Who knows? Anyway, Florida State wins 31 to 29. So that minus 26 does not hit. Uh, let's go on to our third loss in college football this weekend, unfortunately. Yes, I said three lo- a third loss. Uh, Colorado Buffaloes. Talk of college football right now. We're at home hosting in-state rival Colorado State Rams. And Colorado State was amped up for this game, boy. Woo-wee, they were amped up for this game. Um, and Colorado was down in the second half. But, hey, Shadir uh, Sanders and head coach and father Deion Sanders, or Coach Prime, as everybody calls him, they are able to come back in the second half and end up winning in overtime so Colorado beat Colorado State 43-35. Unfortunately, the line on this was Colorado minus 23.5. So another big line that didn't come close to hitting So because Colorado only won by eight. So Colorado minus 23.5 does not hit. However, we did get a win in college football this past weekend, folks, and it came from the Buckeyes of Ohio State. They were at home 
hosting Western Kentucky. I know, cupcake game, but the line on this was Ohio State minus 29, and they ended up winning by 53, 63-10, to so we were able to hit that one. So Ohio State minus 29 does hit for us. So unfortunately, in college football, we went 1-3, poultry 25%. I see this red on my spreadsheet, and I don't like it. So we got to make up for it this weekend. So... That's what's happened in college football. Um, I tell you what, this season has just really turned out to be not really wacky, but I will say college football is changing. I mean, it is just unfortunately just slowly changing. And I think some people think it's for the better with the new conferences uh, all the teams moving around. I mean, you're about to have some ACC teams out west. So, you know, one of my favorite things during the college football season, you know, late at night, you're winding down, a little bit more football left to watch. You turn on the tube to get some late night, you know, <clears throat> uh, well, Pac-12 action, as you would say, pick up a game like, uh, you know, Arizona versus Utah or something like that. You know, something else to watch. But now it's about to be late night ACC action. So I think it's going to be different. Uh, I think f- for the best, for ratings-wise and money-wise, it's going to be excellent because we're also going to have a 12-team playoff. And that in itself is interesting because can you name 12, pe- 12 teams that are going to be in this playoff consistently? Uh, me and uh, our old friend Arthur Ziegler were trying to do that a few nights ago. And we think we had it, but who knows. All I'm saying is that college football is about to be completely different. So the format and everything that's happening this year will not be there next year. So I'm just forewarning everybody. So Georgia Bulldogs, this is... Your last chance to win a national title for a while, I do believe. I hate to uh, disappoint all you bull puppies out there, but that's just what I think. Anywho, that was what happened last week with our picks in college football. So, this week, or excuse me, last week in the NFL, uh, let's go over our, our picks there, shall we? By the way, in the NFL, unlike college football, we did not go one and three. We did go two and two, so which is better than one and three. So let's uh, get to it, shall we? We had the Atlanta Falcons at home playing the Green Bay Packers. The Falcons, the line on this was the Falcons at plus one. Woo, it was close, but the Falcons pulled it out 25 to 24 over the Packers. It was close, and the Falcons had to come back to end the fourth quarter to do it. But hey, that's fine with me. Win's a win, baby. So we hit that one. Now, let's go to our first loss. The Jacksonville Jaguars were at home hosting the defending AFC champion Kansas City Chiefs. Line on this was the Chiefs minus three and a half. And if that's what you took, you won. But we did not take that. We went with the Jaguar, Jaguars plus three and a half. And the Jaguars lost the game 17 to nine. So they lost by eight. So we missed that one. Our third pick, or excuse me, our fourth pick actually comes from Monday Night Football. I wanted to save our, uh, uh, excuse me, I wanted to save our uh, next win for last, so you're welcome. Cleveland Browns, though, 
were in Pittsburgh to take on division rival Steelers. Line on this was the Browns minus two and a half. That's what we rolled with. And guess what? We lost. Steelers won the game 26-22. So we did not hit that one. And then our final win in the NFL this past weekend, we had the Indianapolis Colts on the road down in Houston, Texas. Line on this was the Colts minus one. That's what we rolled with. And guess what? The Colts won by 11, 31-20. So two and two in the NFL. Unfortunately, one and three in college football for a three and five weekend. So, yeah, that's what we got going on. I think we can do better. Uh, 50% weekend last weekend, I, th- I think, the, or the weekend before. So, I think we, we got to do better in college football. And that is, that is for sure, like without, without a doubt. So, all right, folks, here's what we're going to do right quick. Like, we are getting ready to go over our college football picks for this weekend. Uh, But before we get there, let's take a look at the – let's see if we can take a look at the college football top 25 and what's happening uh, and what's happening everywhere. So, here we – Go for this weekend. Let's see what's going on, shall we? Number two, Michigan. It's a Big Ten matchup for Michigan, by the way. They're at home playing Rutgers. Line on this is Michigan minus 24. Uh, Michigan should win this one outright. Here's an interesting game. Okay. ABC, uh, ACC matchup. Florida State versus Clemson. Clemson's fallen off from their glory years. The past two, three years, they've fallen off a little bit. But they look pretty strong in certain areas. Meanwhile, Florida State looked really strong in their first two games, but did not uh, look strong at all playing Boston College, almost losing. I don't know, this is Florida State minus two. Um, I almost picked this game, but I decided against it because I think it's going to be too close. All right, elsewhere in the top 25, we have um, number 16, Oklahoma, traveling to Cincinnati to take on the Bearcats. Uh, Colorado Buffaloes in a top 20 matchup, by the way, traveled to Oregon to take on the Oregon Ducks. That should be interesting. UCLA Bruins, a good team this year, by the way. Watch out for them. Pac-12 matchup as they travel to the Mormon State to take on the Utah Utes. Line on this is Utah minus six. That's going to be a close game. Uh, the Ole Miss Rebels, number 15, traveled to number 13, Alabama and Tuscaloosa. This line all week has been at Bama minus seven. It has now fallen to minus six and a half, meaning money is pouring in on the Ole Miss Rebels. Woo! Ah, uh, man, that's gonna be hard. This is gonna be hard because Bama doesn't have a quarterback. I'm just saying, but we're not picking that game either. Uh, the Duke Blue Devils, number eighteen, are on the road to take on the Yukon Huskies up there in Connecticut. Line on this is Duke minus twenty one and a half. They should cover that. We're not picking it, but Duke is actually a pretty good team, so I think they should win. Uh, they should win big. Miami Hurricanes, number 20, uh, travel to Philadelphia to take on the Temple Owls. Tennessee Volunteers, number 23, hosting the UTSA Roadrunners. Tennessee should win that one, but they're coming off a big loss at Florida last week. Number 12, LSU Tigers, hosting SEC, SEC West rival Arkansas Razorbacks. Uh, number 14, Oregon State. There's another top twenty. Uh, is another top twenty-five matchup. Fourteen Oregon State traveling to Wazoo to take on the Cougars of Washington State, who is who is ranked twenty-one. 
The number 25 Florida Gators are hosting Charlotte 49ers. Yep, a small school up there in Charlotte. Uh, UAB is traveling to Athens to take on the number one Georgia Bulldogs, 7.30 Saturday night. Line on this is Georgia's minus 42. Who cares, right? Anywho. Number three, Texas Saturday night is uh, traveling to uh, is traveling to take on the Baylor. Baylor is one and two. After looking bad that first week, they've started to look better, but Texas is number three right now. So uh, line on this is Texas minus 15, and I think that should hit, but we're not taking it. <laughs> uh, again, we are taking, which we'll get in our picks in a minute. But number six, Ohio State is traveling to South Bend to take on number nine, Notre Dame, and what I think could be the game of the week. Line on this is Ohio State minus three, but we'll get more into that in a minute. Uh, elsewhere in the top 25, Iowa, number 24, is traveling to Happy Valley. Take on number seven, Penn State. Number 17, North Carolina. Uh, ACC matchup as they travel to Pittsburgh. USC Trojans in the Pac-12 are on the road to the desert. Take on Arizona State. And the Washington Huskies are at home in a Pac-12 battle to play the California Bears. Golden Bears. Pretty sure it's the Golden Bears. So that's what's happening in the top 25 this week. So, without further to do, before we get full into the NFL, let's go ahead and do our football picks for this weekend, Friday, September 22nd, 2023. All of our games are going to be on Saturday, folks. Uh, so I'm just, I'm just telling you, just telling you out there. So... You know, before I do picks, there's something I got to do. And here we go, folks. I'm not a professional gambler. I'm not a professional handicapper. Do this for fun. I see numbers, sports, put them together. I'm in heaven. Never been to Vegas, Atlantic City, none of that. A couple casinos throughout my life, especially the Redneck Heaven, Biloxi, Mississippi. But that's about it. Folks, so if you do follow my, my picks, please do it responsibly with the key word being responsible. Because if you're not responsible, you're going to get into a lot of trouble because gambling can be a serious problem. So if you or anyone you know has a gambling addiction, please reach out to the proper sur- sources to get the help that you and or they need. Folks, I'm serious. It could be a problem. But gambling can be fun. Winning money can be fun. But you got to have a limit and you got to be responsible. No means half the battle. All right, folks, let's get to our picks. And here we go. We're going to start in the SEC, where the Kentucky Wildcats are traveling to Vanderbilt. Yep, Vanderbilt Commodores. Uh, line on this is Kentucky minus 14. Oh, by the way, before I get into these picks, all my picks I've already put into the Action app. You can find it in your app store. Just look for the green circle with the white check mark. Free to download. Free to sign up. Free to follow me. They're already in there. Anything I'm telling you right now is already in that action app. So follow me there under Linderman's Picks. All right, back to the game. So line on this is Kentucky minus 14 when I took it. It's falling down to 13 and a half. But, hey, we already got it logged in as minus 14. So there you go. Kentucky Wildcats minus 14 over Vanderbilt. All right. Um, second game of the week. Colorado Buffaloes, like I said, were traveling to Eugene, Oregon to take on the Oregon Ducks in what is right now considered a Pac-12 battle. Uh, the line on this is the Oregon minus 21. 
Colorado, I know people kind of want to sort of fall off of them because Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, is kind of either love him or hate him kind of coach. But uh, like I said, Oregon minus 21 I think is really steep. So we're going with the Colorado Buffaloes for a third straight, third straight week at plus 21 as they travel to Oregon. Now, what I mentioned earlier about what could be the biggest game of the weekend in college football. Ohio State Buckeyes traveling to South Bend to take on the Fighting Irish in Notre Dame. This is the big, this is a huge game on NBC, by the way, since NBC shows all Notre Dame home games. Uh, both teams undefeated, Ohio State 3-0, Notre Dame 4-0. Line on this, Ohio State minus 3. We are going to go with the Fighting Irish. They're at plus 3. Actually, I think they could possibly win the game outright. I'm just saying, Sam Hartman can throw. And I'm going to leave it at that. So that's our third game. Our fourth and final game in college football this weekend. Uh, <laughs> happens to be up in the great Northwest. Here's to you, Debashi Market. I know you're listening. Washington Huskies hosting the California Golden Bears. <coughs> Excuse me. Remember, I run out of breath. My apologies. Um, line on this is Washington minus 21 and a half is what we got it at. It's already dropped a point to 20 and a half. But we're going with the Washington Husky minus 21 and a half at home against the California Golden Bears out in the Pac-12. So to recap our college football picks of the week, Kentucky Wildcats minus 14, Colorado Buffaloes plus 21, Notre Dame Fighting Irish plus 3, and the Washington Huskies minus 21 and a half. All right, folks, that is our picks in college football. Let's move over to the NFL. And before we do our picks there, let's take a look at what's going on around the league this week. All right. So Thursday night game, Giants and 49ers line on this. We almost, I almost took the Giants at plus 10 and a half here. I really did line on it as 49ers minus 10 and a half. But the Giants are without Barkley. And as the time of this recording, this game has not been played yet. So I do not have a score for you. But yeah, yeah, you can look it up. But anyway, uh, anyway, we didn't pick that game. But the Giants and 49ers, Thursday Night Football. Uh, has, and we head over to Sunday. Uh, let's look at Sunday's slate real quick. Cleveland's hosting the Tennessee Titans. Cleveland's favored in this game by minus three and a half, even though they're going to be without star stud running back Nick Chubb for the rest of the season. The Atlanta Falcons uh, are kind of a surprising 2-0, traveling to take on the upstart Detroit Lions. That should be a good game. New Orleans Saints, they travel up north too. They get Only they're going to Wisconsin to take on the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay's favored at minus two. I think it, may, it could be a close game if you ask me. The Denver Broncos, the disarray Denver Broncos, 0-2 Denver Broncos are heading to South Beach to take on the Miami Dolphins, who are 2-0. I know this is the Miami minus 6.5, and, and we will talk more about this game in a little bit. Los Angeles Chargers headed to Minnesota to take on the Vikings, both teams 0-2. I know this is Minnesota minus 1. It was at even odds this morning, so I guess money's coming in. But, uh, yeah, this game could be close, too. Both teams are actually not that bad. Uh, I think there's just some areas of weakness on both teams. I kind of like the Chargers in this game, but we're not picking it this week. But, yeah, close, another close one. So, uh, got a 
Let's see. We have another divisional battle here over there. Uh, let's see. The Patriots are taking on the Jets. The Patriots are 0-2. Jets are 1-1. and The line on this is New England minus 2.5. Jets could win this game outright, if you ask me, but we're not picking it. I'm just giving a guess. The Buffalo Bills are headed to our nation's capital, taking on the Washington Commanders. Buffalo's favorite at minus 6.5. Again, that could be another close game. I think Washington's a little bit better than what people say they are. They're 2-0 for a reason, folks. Houston Texans are traveling to Florida to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars, coming off a home loss to Kansas City last week. Meanwhile, Houston's getting demolished in everything that they do. Line on this is Jacksonville minus nine. Indianapolis Colts, they're well, they're on the road again. They went in Houston last week. Now they're in Baltimore taking on the Ravens team that actually looks pretty good. Line on this is Baltimore minus eight. Carolina Kitty Cats, the Panthers traveling to the Pacific Northwest to take on the Seahawks. Line on this is Seattle, minus six and a half. More on that game in a little bit. Chicago Bears are headed over to Kansas City. Take on to the defending champs, Kansas City Chiefs. Line on this is Kansas City, minus 13. Chicago Bears have looked like straight-up bear poo-poo in the first two weeks. I'm just saying. Kansas City looked much better last week with Kelsey back in the lineup and Chris Jones back on defense. So Kansas City is is going to be a force again. Uh, Dallas Cowboys headed out to the desert, taking on the Arizona Cardinals. More on that game in a little while. Uh, in a little bit, Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday night football traveled to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. Line on this is minus two and a half. Both teams one and one. Both teams, in my opinion, are not that great, so it could be a close game. And then we have another Monday night doubleheader this week. The Philadelphia Eagles traveling to, guess what, to Florida to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Line on this is minus five. Tampa Bay of surprising 2-0. Baker, Baker, the touchdown maker, Mayfield, uh, has looked strong for Tampa Bay. So maybe they'll give the Eagles a run. And then the second game on Monday night, a hurting Cincinnati Bengals, 0-2 Cincinnati Bengals, are hosting the Los Angeles Rams, uh, a team that's filled with injuries as well. And I think, I believe, I'm pretty positive that they just traded their Running back Cam Akers, I could be wrong. Or at least they're they're thinking about it or looking into it. So the Rams are hurting too. And plus you have an aging quarterback, Matt Stafford. Line on this is Cincinnati minus three. Joe Burrow has uh, hurt his calf in training camp. Looks like he aggravated it again this past week. So who knows? Could be close. So that's what's going on in the NFL this week. And now let's get to our NFL pick so we can win this some moolah. So... Let's go to our first pick of this NFL weekend, and we're going to start in Green Bay. Like I said, they're hosting the Saints. Line on this is Green Bay minus two, and that is what we're going to roll with. Why? Saints offensively, offensively has, does not look like they have quite put it together. The Packers, another team, that they looked good week one against the Bears, but then had a letdown against the Falcons in week two. But I, back home and playing in front of home crowd and stuff. I think the Packers squeak this one out. So we're going to the Packers minus two over the New Orleans Saints. Second game that we're picking. Miami Dolphins hosting the Denver Broncos. Like I said, the Broncos are in disarray. Denver is hurting. New head coach Sean Payton looks lost. Line on this, Dolphins minus six and a half. That's what we're going to roll with. I think the Dolphins win by a touchdown or more. So we're taking the Dolphins minus six and a half over the Denver Broncos. Uh, third game, Seattle Seahawks 
hosting the Carolina Kitty Cats, Carolina Panthers. Guess what? This is for you, Debashi Market. Seahawks looked good last week against Detroit. I think they come back home and get it done and win by 10 or more points. So give me the Seattle Seahawks minus 6.5 over the Carolina Panthers. By the way, the Panthers, I'm sorry, Link, my man, but the Panthers suck, man. They're not very good. And now Bryce Young is hurt. I don't know. Maybe something can happen. Anywho, and then our fourth and final game on the NFL uh, slate this week that we're picking, the Dallas Cowboys, like I said, go out to the desert, take on the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals team that just blew a lead last week to a New York Giants team that was struggling. Cowboys have been an easy 2-0 uh, line on this is Dallas minus 12. I think Dallas wins by two or more touchdowns. So t- give us Dallas Cowboys minus. Actually, we have them at minus 12 and a half when I logged it into the book. It's dropped to minus 12. So, all right, folks, here we go. Here is what we are rolling with. By the way, that uh, Seattle Seahawks minus six and a half, we have them at minus six. So that line has gone up since I logged it in yesterday. So here's what we're taking. Green Bay Packers minus two. Miami Dolphins minus six and a half, Seattle Seahawks minus six, Dallas Cowboys minus 12 and a half. And that's it, folks. That's all of our picks, all eight games in the books. Uh, And before we get out of here, a quick programming note. Uh, Our boy Link is going to be flying solo this week. He said that he had something he was going to do. Again, our schedules just haven't been able to quote unquote link up. (laughs) So... Hopefully next week we can get something in for you guys. It's been a while since we've done a show together, so uh, we'll try to get that done for you. In the meantime, enjoy the weekend. I know down here in North Atlanta we're supposed to have wonderful weather. Sunshine's supposed to be out. High of about 78 to 80 degrees. Low of about 60. We're going to be firing up the green egg. I'm pretty sure we are. I got some cooking recipes. I'm going to try. I'm going to make some cornbread. Oh, yeah. That's how we do it down in the South, brother. We'll make some cornbread, maybe some deviled eggs to go along with it. My boy Matt's coming with some fat burgers to go on the egg. It's, it's going to be a wonderful weekend. Wonderful day for football, Saturday and Sunday. I'm excited. Hopefully my Falcons can go 3-0 and and pull out a win up in Detroit. We shall see. Um, we're also going to be having some NHL previews coming up, some uh, NBA previews coming up. Like I said, both those seasons. Actually, the NBA starts uh, about a month from now, and the, and I think the Calgary Flames, my NHL team, their first game's on October the 11th, I believe. So it's coming quick, folks. Like I said, October's the best sports month ever. So put it down. Get ready. Put on your seatbelt. Rev up, because Linderman's pick is going to be there to go over as much as I can. As long as my breath holds up, I am, <laughs> I'll be just fine. All right, folks, and just like a virgin on prom night, I am out of here. I am Jay Linderman for Linderman's Picks. Thank you again for tuning in, and I'm telling everybody out there in podcast land to stay safe and to stay badass. Good night, America.